we are certain that Satanism exists. It's the practice of evil. And following closely behind this car was this unidentified flying object. You will prove the existence of the Bigfoot or Sasquatch by bringing in a body. You're listening to White Atlantic Weird, a podcast about parapsychology and the unexplained that aims to answer the question, why do people believe weird things? This episode, just a short one about the coronavirus. Uh, I wanted to get in on something which is quite topical at the moment. I was coming home from work listening to the radio and I realised this is something everyone is talking about and I needed to find out a little bit more about it. So I got... um, a medical man, science man and friend of the show, Mr. James Lynch, on the phone to update me on this situation. I am recording, of course, from the White Atlantic Weird cabin and uh, drinking a nice bottle of Essex Border Blonde Ale from Nethergate Brewing, which I highly recommend. As it says on the side of the bottle, everyone loves an Essex Blonde. Well, things rapidly got a little bit serious in the phone call, so I'll put away the stupid jokes and get straight into it. People are going mad about this altogether. Uh, I suppose it happens every time, doesn't it? I mean, I remember SARS, and I remember bird flu, and I remember swine flu, and every time people just absolutely lose their mind when there's something like this. So I thought I'd ask a few basic questions from uh, an actual man of, of science and medicine. Indeed, no problem. Um, so as we record this just today in early February, I what they were saying on BBC just as I was coming home from work today was that something like 14,000 cases, but the amount of deaths are quite low, something like, I think it's 300 or so, maybe 260, something like that. Um, but they, like that, yeah. they're saying that the number of cases is doubling every five days, which makes it sound very intense, doesn't it? So is mm. th- is this something like there's crazy hype about this? Is this something people ought mm. to be scared about? Uh, well, yes and no. Um, I suppose you know the, the the number of deaths from this is going to number in the thousands, no doubt, um, if not the tens of thousands. Um, but obviously, the, the the overall mortality rate is still fairly low relative to the amount of people who have been infected. Um, so, like a bad flu um, during a, a bad flu season, we'll say like swine flu or the like, will have a mortality of about one to two percent. Uh, this seems to be running at about four to five percent so far, as far as we know. Um, I mean, obviously, it's hard to gather accurate statistics in the the midst of a an ongoing outbreak. Um, but I suppose the, the the real concern is once it has, has kind of um, begun to spread and once it reaches, reaches a kind of a certain critical mass, um, there's more people than you can possibly quarantine or keep isolated, so it will inevitably just spread like wildfire. Uh, and certainly China has um, passed that tipping point already. And now for us in the Western world, um, you know, it's easy enough to identify those who are returning from China and to quarantine them and so on. And if the number of cases remains low, then you might be successful in quarantining people before it takes off. Um, I suppose it's yet to be seen really. So we've had two cases confirmed in the UK. Um, as long as it remains so, 
then you know that that would be good for for the UK and for Ireland and for Europe. I read there was somebody taken off a plane in Dublin this week with symptoms. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, but uh, as far as I believe, they they didn't end up testing positive for it. Um, is is this more intense than you know previous ones like the swine flu and like 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 SARS? Is what makes this different, or or is it any is it any any different? Yes, I suppose it's too early, too early to tell, really. Um, I mean, it seems to be more lethal than than the flu, uh, even the swine flu, um, and it seems to be possibly maybe more contagious. But again, it's it's very early to say. Um, so, like in terms of its lethality, it's it's probably a bit more like SARS, um, and in terms of its uh, transmissibility or its uh, contagiousness it seems to be a bit more like a flu which is to say quite contagious uh, and obviously that's a worrying combination of uh, of attributes it, but if you feel that in china now you, like you say they've reached a, a sort of a tipping point where you feel that um mass spread is is inevitable is that something did, did those other diseases get to this stage are we looking at a stage now that didn't happen with those cases uh short answer yes um well, yes and no. So SARS never reached that stage. Uh, but I mean, obviously, the, the swine flu did. I mean, the swine flu spread worldwide. You know, we'd many hundreds of cases of it here in Ireland, um, if not thousands, actually. Um, so it's not the first virus um, to kind of completely infiltrate a country or countries. Uh, but it seems to be the first one in a while that's so um, severe in terms of its uh, effect and its you know morbidity and mortality and so on. Uh, can you uh, just mention briefly about um, what 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 are the definitions for an epidemic and a pandemic? So if we use language like that, what exactly do we mean? How are they defined? Oh man, you've got me on the hop here now. But um, <laughs> epidemic. So an epidemic is when it's um, you have an outbreak. And pandemic is when it's it's no longer a, a, a defined outbreak. It's just everywhere. Pan as in all. Um, so right now we have an epidemic, but it could be verging on the pandemic if it starts to spread from person to person within countries outside of China. So they're talking about flu-like symptoms. So... And you've mentioned it's a virus, so the viruses that we all get all the time and that we're used to, obviously, would be colds and flus. Um, is this is this like in the same family as those? Are we talking something that's very similar? Um, well, yes, basically. I mean, it, 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 it infects um, respiratory epithelium, um, so it's a respiratory tract, basically, from mouth, nose, throat trachea lungs is what gets infected uh, and thus inflamed and that is what causes the problem basically it's it's a respiratory illness you know yeah um so the swine flu kills by respiratory failure by basically inflaming a person's lungs to the point where they could no longer function properly uh, and that's how SARS killed and that's how coronavirus seems to be doing its killing as well Hmm. Uh, so yeah, it is serious. 
What do you think about the the way it's being dealt with in China? Do you think the fact that um, there's such a close society is that is that making it difficult to to guess where what direction this is going to go in? Well, I mean, certainly there seem to be accusations that they were downplaying the severity the severity of it in the in the initial stages of the outbreak. Um, so that's one one aspect of it. But the other aspect of it is they're such a totalitarian state that when they lock down a region or lock down the country, they can probably do it more effectively than a more open or democratic country could. Did you see that hospital they built in 10 days? Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah when you have total control like that, you can get this stuff done, right? No questions asked. Yeah. <laughs> kind yeah, of interesting. But, um, I suppose the other thing about this is that they say it's um, that an affected individual could be shedding um, viral particles in the incubation period before they even know that they have any illness at all or before they show any symptoms. Uh, and if that is the case, then God knows how far it's spread already, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so worrying times, worrying times. However, good news. Um, in South Korea, they have um, treated some patients with a cocktail of antiviral drugs, um, including oseltamivir and a few other drugs ending in veer, which are all <laughs> antivirals. Um, so basically a combination of uh, one that's used for flu and a few that are used for HIV suppression. And they've had good results, uh, kind of completely curing people in 24 to 48 hours. Wow. So that would be good. Um, but I suppose the problem with that is even if it works, and there's nowhere near uh, enough supply of those medicines to treat you know, an entire country. Um, and there's no way you could ramp up production quickly enough, I don't think. You know, um, you, know you hear occasionally that um, we're due some sort of pandemic. And why is it that there hasn't been a proper global one, you know, since like on, on the scale of, let's say, the Spanish, Spanish flu and, you know, 1918. Why is it that we've had nothing quite at that level for such a long time? Sheer dumb luck, <laughs> basically. So it's nothing um, to do with understanding germ theory. It's nothing to do with no, our, our no, practices no. and our medicine. We, we are, when, no. when the right thing comes along, we're as helpless now as we were then. Is that... Basically, yeah. I mean, if you get the right mix of um, contagiousness and lethality, there's no stopping it, you know. Um, it's scary stuff to think about, really. Well, um, uh, especially in the modern world where, you know, there's so much international travel and so on. Yes. Um, potentially something could spread around the globe and, you know, uh, and completely dwarf all possible responses to it. Hmm. Um, I have another just to, just to wrap up I, I'm intending this to be a fairly short episode but um, inevitably when something big and, and kind of frightening happens on an international scale the, the conspiracy theories show up as, as always and I, I, t I do tend to take an interest in that have you heard any any bizarre theories connected to uh, the coronavirus yeah 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 I had a patient in me recently who had, had some great conspiracy theories about it um so he had read that this virus was developed by the Chinese government as a biological warfare agent and it had escaped from the lab in which it was being developed um, yeah. <laughs> and started spreading from person to person. And that's why they were trying to keep it hush-hush at the start. Have you heard that? Some people are saying that, oh, it's been spliced with like bits of HIV and such. As another I element, to, another element to that is—is is that <laughs> I don't know if if one was really going to create a, a, um, 
a biological weapon, like, would this be an effective way of actually doing it? Would this achieve anything? Like, you know, thinking from a military point of view. Uh, I cannot see any military benefit in having <laughs> a virus that spreads from person to person, because uh, it's just as likely to end up backfiring and infecting your own guys you know? uh, it's like in you know bad science fiction movies where the baddies always want to uh, you know oh let's let's um turn the zombies or the dinosaurs into into a military weapon i was like dude yeah. like you, you've got soldiers why would you want this completely uncontrollable thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> why yeah, would you I unleash mean, this thing that you can't possibly control yeah i mean there's there are already a whole host of biological agents to choose from uh, that are all terrifying yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. nerve agents and so on anthrax and such uh, yeah and you know sarin and uh what's that russian one uh that they were sprinkling around various english towns oh I, yeah yeah i know what you're talking about i can't remember yeah. what that was called uh but anyway yeah so the, 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 there's already you know biological warfare agents that i would imagine if you were so inclined would do the job quite nicely for you <laughs> without the risk associated with developing a new virus that could spread back to your own your own people well on, on that cheery note I'll leave it and um, uh, thanks for talking to us James always a pleasure indeed always a pleasure again this has been a short but rather hair-raising episode of Wide Atlantic Weird. If you'd like to reach out or get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter, where we're at Strange Ireland. You can also find us on Instagram, where we're Wide Atlantic Weird Podcast. Should you have any weird stories yourself, or an idea of a topic you'd like us to cover, please do reach out to us. We're ready to believe you, and thanks for listening. We are certain that Satanism exists. It's the practice of evil. And following closely behind this car was this unidentified flying object. You can prove the existence of the Bigfoot or Sasquatch by bringing in a body.